Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, everybody? No, I'm kidding. How you doing? You like a pregnant pause to start? That freaked me out. I thought I did something wrong. No, you did everything right. We're going to have some fun. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Tuesday, August 2nd, 2022. A Tuesday where anything can happen. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Forbes 30 Under 30, a.k.a. the future class of video games, a.k.a. the OK Beast Blessing, Adioye Jr. You scared me, Greg, because for a second I was like, am I hosting? Am I the one that's supposed to be leading the show? I just like to give a little bit of panic to everybody. You know what I mean? Especially the people are like, oh, man, this intro went too long. Whatever's going on. They don't know what's wrong with their their cars, their phone. They don't know, what they, you know anything. And then Barrett's scared. You're scared. Everybody's scared. You ever get those tweets from people that are like, oh, I got the podcast app that cuts out all the dead air. And so whenever yeah. you guys do the pregnant pause, it never gets me. Yeah. It's like, good for you. Here's the thing about that. And like, I understand that there are hundreds, if not thousands of podcasts everybody wants to listen to and stuff. Mm. The people who cut off, use the app that cuts out the dead air and the people who listen to us at 1.5 or two two times the speed, you all are psychopaths. I have no fucking idea how you can even process information if like the moments we take breaths are cut out. Like right there, that was gone. That's gone. That's gone. That's going. Yeah. I don't know. What it was. You just, all I hear imagine you're grocery gone. shopping. It's like, what's up, everybody? We got a million shows. I'm like, I'm gonna. Like, that's what you all like. Yeah, that's what you it's like. It, it's honestly, it's the equivalent of watching like a like a Nolan movie on the back of like the like on a tiny airplane screen. You know, like it's just like, what are you doing with your life? You know, it's just like that's not the way we intended. We intend for you to sit in the pregnant pauses with us. You know, in this in this technology, you made me flip and hate my own argument. <laughs> listen, listen. You know what, Zack Snyder? Nobody wanted it in a postage stamp size on a big screen when we were watching Justice League. All right, use all the space blessing. I just love that in this analogy, where the Dark Knight and their podcast apps are the theater in which they need to walk into and respect the art that is this podcast. Good yeah. analogy, Barrett. Crushed it, Barrett. Good job. Thank you. Thank now, you. Blessing, I know you've worn it before, so I'm not trying to say it, but this is a great outfit. I like this outfit. Oh, a lot. thank you, man. Thank you. you I actually, I mean? so I'm wearing a, a new tie dye shirt that I actually tie dyed over the weekend. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and a homie, we tie dyed uh, this shirt and it came out really well. It was my first time. Yeah, good, good job. Yeah. I thought th- it looks like something that, that looks like, like yeah. you bought. You know, it should have more yellow. Uh, that's the thing that bummed me out. They're trying to go for a, a pink yellow look. And the pink obviously comes through, but also, like, they like she claims that the pink really does come through in the in the lighter color but like when we were bleaching the shirt i'm pretty sure it was just the same color i don't know if the pink really came through so here's the the thing here i need a full stop right i tied out a shirt once during a summer camp in Glen Ellen, Illinois, it was a day camp. You know, you went there all day or whatever. We did tie dye shirts, so I don't remember anymore. So this wasn't a white shirt. This shirt had color, no. and then you bleached so, it. The shirt was a black shirt. Okay. That we ble- and when you're tie dyeing uh, darker colored shirts, you have to bleach them first, and then okay. add in the tie dye. So in the bleaching process, I swear to God that it was 
something around this color. Maybe it was a little bit more orangish. Sure, it was sure, a little sure. bit more darker, but I think it was around this color. Uh, but we added in pink and yellow, and she says the pink came through. I don't, I don't know it's if the coming, pink came it, through as much. The paint it looks pink at least on camera. Lean your chest okay. way close to the cam. I've got you full screen on my end. Chad, is that pink? <laughs> I, that looks pink to me. Yeah, it's a hard because it could be it could be like a really light orange or a red or something too. And that's my thing is when we bleached it, it was light orangish. And I guess like during the process, I'm not really seeing what the like what the final you know, the bleach form. Be. Yeah, nobody yeah, knows what the yeah. final's gonna be. And so maybe this is what it's supposed to look like. But it's there's, like, there's, it's like jazz. there should you be more yellow. What, it, you don't know what's gonna you know uh, be the final product. You know, Greg. Exactly. You know, yeah. I do know. Like, I, I do want to also say bless, like, a light, a light God, red, a light orange that is just, you know, that's that's pink. Somebody, somebody let's say not do this, guys. Let's do this. Let's not do this. Let's not go that way. All right. The one thing I wanted to say before we get to the gaming news of the day is I also appreciate, and I it's just work from home. I was like, I call what blessings outfit that he stands up and he's got them damn esports pants on again. <laughs> These damn esports sweatpants from Marvel and who was it? Liquid? Is that right? Liquid. Yeah, it was uh, Team Liquid. I really like these sweatpants. I wear these sweatpants all the time. Hey, dude, uh, you're paying attention I have a great pair content. of uh, of uh, uh, sweatpants, I guess, from Cloud9, from when I did the Cloud9 Mental Health Show. So these eSport teams, that's what they got. You know what I mean? That's what They got great merch. They got great, comfortable merch. Yeah. And I, I feel like me and you both learned after a while, not even after a while, probably after a few months, that we can just phone it in on the bottom half. Of what oh, dude, I, yeah, I, no, this is what Mike always makes fun of me for. Like, I can't, I had to stop. I, I do jeans every day. I'm oh, great. Oh, great. If I got to run out there right now, if I got to go uh, meet a mailman, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> not many people are swinging by the old homestead. But, I you forget know. less if I made this up in my head or if I heard someone else uh, say this. So uh, I'm, I'm sorry if I'm not properly crediting, but uh, I like to. It's called the podcast podcasters mullet. You know, business in the oh. front, party in the bottom. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. See, who wears pants working from home? Says tons three three one one in the Greg chat. Miller. Uh, yeah, but it's also like I did. I lived the life with all of you, but at some yeah. point in the monotony of forced work at home of imprisonment during a pandemic i was like i gotta turn it around <laughs> like i'm just it's just getting worse and worse and worse. i mean remember i used to wear a shirt and tie every day for games daily when we did it in the office like and then i, I was like well I'm, we're only home for two weeks i'll let myself it relax i'll wear basketball shorts and stuff and then i was like i gotta i gotta change it you know the, what I mean? you look the, tra the transition i've made is i have these are my work sweatpants when I okay. finish work sure. for the day, I change out of these sweatpants into a different pair of sweatpants that are my okay. This is my relaxation sweatpants. I get that that's blessed. how I divided I get up that. that I just got my own pair of work sweatpants. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah! And that's how I was like that's what makes me feel like okay, cool. I'm dressed up. I'm in work mode now. And then when I take off these sweatpants and change my other ones, that's my leisure sweatpants for sure. But yeah, like it helps that that transition. Jeans, I feel like it's too much for sitting in my bedroom doing the podcast you sure. have like a uh like your i don't know what you call this yeah room. office or whatever your office entertainment room i don't know you yeah know. i feel like if i had an office room that i could go away to and then put on jeans yeah maybe that'd make more sense but when if I'm it makes you right feel better i've definitely I've, I've you know grown up into when i go upstairs now to hang out with jen and ben i will put on at night sweatpants or shorts because you know the old the old stories go of like right. when i was when i went to catholic school and i wore a uniform Every other kid would get home and tear that uniform off and be so happy to be out of it. I would just, I would just walk around like it, I was still at school, but I would unbutton the shirt, just have it open with an undershirt, so I just looked like you know a dad who got home from some weird job. But like I wore the uniform until I went to bed. If there's you, plenty of what? there's photos of me with my, my cats in my lap, or you know I'm, I'm playing I a video game. Jen making fun of you. Like I feel like you've also been conditioned because Jen would give you shit 100%. about like how you would still 100%. wear jeans until. Like, I was gonna say if night. you didn't have a wife and child, 
would you change? <clears throat> would you change back? Would you just listen? Be nobody wants to look into that reality. Nobody oh, wants to know what's happening <laughs> in that multiverse where Greg Miller is single. Is I mean the the amount of chicken wings in the trash. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's like I mean I, I don't even want to know what that apartment looks like that I'm staying in during a global pandemic, work from home. Jesus. There'd just be no, there'd be no end to it. You know what I mean? But speaking of no end, Greg Way, there is no end to the news today. Guess what? There's not going to be a Mortal Kombat announcement at Evo. Logitech is working with Tencent on a new handheld, and Activision has lost millions of players. We'll talk about all this and more because this is kind of funny games daily. Each and every right there, that I, I, you know, I, I swallowed my spit. Mm-hmm. That, that there's just, there's just no cadence to what I'm doing for these people who have the podcast thing. You know what I mean? They it's kinda... so weird, right? I'm, I'm going to try and do it. I'm going to listen to a podcast. I don't know. I want you to do it, and I want you to feel it, but I don't know about that. I don't know. Anyways, anyways. Uh, you know, what is kind of funny games daily each and every day. Nerdy news you need to know about. Uh, if you like that, of course, you should be part of the show at patreon.com slash games. Over on patreon.com slash games, you can write in to be part of the show. You can get the show ad-free. You can get it with the exclusive post show we do each and every weekday. Of course, if you have no bucks to toss our way, it's no big deal. You can use our epic creator code, KINDAFUNNY, when you're checking out of the Epic Game Store, when you're buying V-Bucks on Fortnite on any platform, when you're playing Rocket League on any f- platform. Then, even though you're not giving us any money technically, Epic gives us some money and says, hey, thanks for sending people our way. And we say, hey, no problem. And you do us well, and we do you well, and everybody has goods. And you shouldn't do the thing with the cut out the space because it makes me feel like I need to keep talking. I feel like I need to feel every breath. I got to fill every breath. I don't want you to cut it off. You know what I mean? I'm out here. I'm hustling for you. I'm on Patreon, Patreon. Breathe, breathe, Greg. Breathe, Greg. <sighs> uh, if you want another free way to support this show, of course, you can watch it li- uh, later. Well, no, you could watch it live. Twitch.tv slash kind of funny games, just like DJ Kento is, OM Jesus is, and Sir Har Out R. If you're watching live, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games, roosterteeth.com, and listening on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday. Housekeeping for you, the new. Kind of Funny Podcast is up, and it's all about me and Tim's wild ride over at WWE SummerSlam. You can come for stories about The Undertaker, Jerry the King Waller, and Paul Heyman, but you can stay for the video of Tim riding a mechanical bull in a Nashville bar. And also this, <gasps> the skeleton I sent Joey, the skeleton the motorcycle that we sent oh, Joey. Oh, I didn't even up. notice the skeleton. <laughs> oh, that's why <laughs> That's what it, why we sent it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was this like, does okay, not look yeah, that's a nice motorcycle, year. I guess. <laughs> yeah, 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 but then you got the skeleton in the back with a beer in its hand. That's Nashville, baby. Uh, you can see the images we're talking about on YouTube.com slash kind of funny. But if you want to listen on a podcast service with all the cu- things cut out like a bunch of psychos, you're welcome to. <laughs> podcast services around the globe. Like, subscribe. Chat, what, what is the podcast service that does that? Because I usually, when I listen to podcasts, I'm listening on, on Spotify. And we, need to, we need to shut it down. I need, I need to download it to see what that experience is like. Because it can't be comfortable. I listen, like the one podcast I've been listening to lately is the uh, Boy Me, oh, what's it called? It's the Boy Me Boy Meets World podcast. Yeah, 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 with uh, Wilfred L, uh, Topanga, and John Hunter, uh, where they're going through episode by episode. Let me tell you, I am so close to going to Disney Plus and rewatching Boy Meets World all the way from the beginning because the podcast is getting me real nostalgic. Um, I'm going to listen to that podcast without the spaces. Pod Meets World. Thank you so much. Monfrey. Have you started listening to Talkville yet? Michael Rosenbaum, no. Tom Welling, Smallville. Is it the same thing for Smallville? Episode? Yeah, episode by episode, yeah. I, I never watched Smallville, and so I don't it's know if a perfect I time. That. There's never if been a better did, time. If they did an Arrow one, I would watch it. All right, well. You're gonna watch the final season of Flash? (laughs) No. (laughs) I'm gonna watch the final episode of Flash. I'll give him that. You know, I I I could see myself doing that. I with friends recently a few months ago, we sat down and decided out of nowhere we're gonna put on the Flash because we've been seeing these TikToks that have been making fun of 
how the flash looks nowadays which i don't know what happened to the budget somewhere along the line the budget got cut because like flash was never good but like it looked better than what it looks like now flash's suit got worse over time the cgi got worse over time it looks like power rangers but not even as good as power rangers it is ridiculous uh and we went back and watched one of the latest seasons let me tell you it's still entertaining (laughs) i was like oh shit okay this is why i watch the shows because like even though the budget is on the floor it is still a good time to watch this thing grant gustin man come on it's too likable. He's, He's too, very likable. Do you? How much of the Flash did you watch? Uh, I mean, I was super in for seasons one and two, and then I think I started. It started got getting real rocky. Yeah. And so okay. how how what are they at now? Like, is it nine? Is that what I just saw? Or thirteen? It's something ridiculous for this. It's next probably one. yeah, somewhere around that eight or nine. Uh, if there's one episode that I'll recommend you watch, there is one episode that is pretty much standalone where. Uh, what's his name grant gustin barry is like he's on he he's like helping out with uh he's helping out he's he's stopping a crime right where like there's a bomb in a truck that is going off the bomb goes off and barry has to enter flashpoint or flash time flash time um and he's like stuck in the speed force and the whole episode is like this one second period of him having to figure out how to like defuse this bomb and save everyone before the bomb goes off and and kills everybody sure really good episode there's like one good episode a season of flash yeah and i'll you know when they did the crossovers i'd come back for the crossover so i kind of got you know a dump there of what was going on but then you know he's had so many his kids there iris and him like what reality are when he's always running back and fucking everything up and doing all that stuff you know what i mean yeah you like slow down stuff. There was a great Smallville once where well, I mean, every Smallville is great. That's not true, uh, but there was a thing where uh, Clark and Pete were at a, a, a graveyard, and the, it was raining. And then like Clark caught something out of the corner of his eye, and he, he did he did Superman time, where it's like the raindrops kind of froze or whatever. And like he looked around and they ran through him chasing somebody or whatever. It was awesome. Like There's also a great episode with the Flash, with Grant Gustin's Flash. No, 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 no. With the you know. The young flash okay. they had or is that the one where they race? I saw, I saw yeah. a clip. Where... He turns around and does this and just yeah, oh, awesome, fucking awesome. God, that was great. Does it, do the effects there hold up? No, not at all. But come on, Mike, you know what I mean? Like hey, speak, speaking of effects in CW, I just saw a clip on Twitter today from what I believe might be the Riverdale season finale. Okay. That's another show that fell off a cliff. That I I adored Riverdale. Yeah, you, all the dorks like that for a long time. There was a, there was a big Riverdale movement. I, Riverdale was awesome, and then I don't know what I, I stopped watching it because I got I bored just, of it. And I don't know what happened, <laughs> but I looked back at a clip that they ju- that was just posted by somebody on Twitter today, and I was like, it, legitimately, they have superpowers now. Like, it's no more just a, a teen drama. <laughs> well, isn't there like they a have war? Get, aren't they like fighting a war now in the show? Plus, like it got like so off the rails, and like I remember <laughs> just seeing like a clip out where like they like uh, Archie's like, hey, like uh, you know, like. You're a bad drugs. dude, but we're gonna play ball together, and we're gonna like be ball. We're gonna play football, and you're gonna be a good person now. And it's just like, what the fuck is this show? Did did they bring? I, I vaguely remember. Did the Sabrina from Netflix come over to Riverdale? Was there a crossover? Yeah. There? Yes. And I think that's where things started getting weird because in the clip I saw, uh, chat for uh, remind me the name of the redhead girl in Riverdale. She was doing some superpower shit. Like she was, she was like doing sorcery. She looked like Wanda actually, Wanda nice. Maximoff. Cool. Like cool. she was doing some of that kind of sorcery, and it looked like she was about to explode, the, uh, uh, blow up the entire town. And then the clip cuts, and I'm like, man, maybe I need to watch Riverdale again. This looks wild. I, Cheryl, I, 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 Cheryl also will say Sabrina, the that reboot, uh, Alyssa was watching, and it was it was pretty interesting. Season one was fire. Yeah, I didn't get around to season two, but I really like season one of Sabrina. 
Next on Housekeeping, August Patreon Platinum item has been revealed. It's designed and concepted by Phil J. Woodward. You can see it right there. You, if you're an uh, audio listener, of course, you can go to kindoffunny.com slash platinum and then go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny or patreon.com slash games. Support the platinum tier level and you'll get this amazing collection of my voice memos to Andy. That's right. Uh, tw- Greg's voice memos to Andy have been adapted into a 20-page booklet design and concept by Phil J. Woodward. Uh, it is uh, my first year of Twitter voice messages drawn it's got stories it's got art uh it is uh definitely going to be used in court against me one day and uh i think it only it only that's only okay if you get it on patreon i don't mind going down for it eventually you know what i mean when people are like he's criminally insane clearly put him away and they show this that's one thing but because i'll tell you barrett read some of it to me, uh, it's a start of a pre-show here, and I was like, I don't remember any of that, of course, but because I, I, I love I believe that it. they also like uh, he's describing even your pauses, which like he had to put in some like imagination there because they're just voice memos. Sure. So like he 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 writes out he let out a brief chortle at all of the ideas that were swirling around in his mind before he continued. So I want so what I want you to do is take that fucking jacket you're always wearing and put it on because we're going on rides, brother. Like. <laughs> Imagine if you're a podcast listener and you're listening on one of those weird apps that cuts out all the dead. You never know that. You never know the chortle and the thought. You would just be right onto it, you know. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Fargo, Brady, Guyvy, and the Saboteur. Today we're brought to you by MeUndies and Chime, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Six items on the Roper Report. Dozen. Number one, ladies and gentlemen, Mortal Kombat 12 will not be announced at Evo 2022, claims some chucklehead named Ed Boon. This is Jordan Midler over at VGC. Ed Boon has claimed that the next game in the Mortal Kombat franchise won't be announced as part of the upcoming Evo 2022 championship event. In a tweet quoting an article from IGN, the man who has been behind the franchise since its inception said, quote, dot, 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 except Mortal Kombat, sorry. This is a reference to the article suggesting that, quote, the developers behind Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, Tekken, and Guilty Gear are all expected to make announcements during EVO 2022, end quote. In a further response to this, Boone said, quote, it's time for Street Fighter and other great fighting games to be in the sun, end quote. If you remember, of course, yesterday we talked about this on Kind of Funny Games Daily from the PlayStation blog perspective over there. They wrote, the EVO Lounge will feature top shelf cur- the EVO Lounge will feature top-shelf curated show coverage, bracket updates, interviews with players, and exciting content and reveals from developers and publishers, such as Arc System Works, Warner Brothers Games, Capcom, SNK, and Bandai Namco Entertainment, as well as all the latest from the scene with pro players and casters. Of course, Evo Lounge is going to be their show they're doing from Evo, and when you drop in Warner Brothers Games, we were off to the races with what that could mean. I, of course, was right on the money, said Multiverses. They're just going to do some Multiverses thing, but then everybody else wants to dream of an injustice, a Mortal Kombat, as something else. Blessing, are you shocked to see Ed Boon come out ahead of time and say no? Uh shocked no a little bit sad yes i would love for there to be some kind of netherrealm announcement at evo and i i think that's part of what um, where the hype comes from when it comes to this evo lounge thing from from playstation this is the first evo that is happening under playstation's umbrella sure. and this is the first time they've announced an event like this and so there's not really an expectation of this is what the the ceiling is or this is what the floor is of announcements right like fighting games i don't think have a central place for big announcements like evo has had its stuff right evil in past years 
has had DLC for games. Like I remember uh, there was one cool Tekken character that was announced recently at an Evo. I want to say like about uh, two Evos ago uh, of like the the older black dude with the white hair chat. Correct me about the, the name of him. Um, and I remember that being a hype thing. I was like, oh shit, this guy looks cool, right? And I think those are usually the tier of announcements that you're getting at an Evo. But there's not necessarily been a, here's a stream where we're going to talk about the future of finding games. And I think... Yeah. PlayStation being PlayStation and them having Evo as this outlet and having the stream as an outlet could maybe possibly be that sort of thing. But if they're going to get there, I could see it taking some time. You know, I think that would take a lot of lining up of, hey, Bana Namco, hey, uh, Warner Brothers, hey, Arc System Works. Like, what are you guys what are you guys working on? Like, these these games are probably going to be on PlayStation because PlayStation, I think, has a really good um uh, has has really good groundwork in terms of having fighting games on the platform. Like there are very few fighting games that aren't on PlayStation. That could be the outlet for that. Uh, but this being the first time they're they're, uh, they're doing this, right? I I think it's tough to imagine that we're gonna get a big new Mortal Kombat and also a big new you know Marvel versus Capcom and also a big new SNK game, right? When you look through the article from yesterday talking about um, what's going to be at the Evo Lounge, right, from PlayStation blog, they say developers and publishers such as Arc System Works. You look at that and it's like, all right, that's probably some Guilty Gear thing. Or that's probably DNF Duel because that is an Arc System Works game that came out a couple months ago. I can see that being DLC for that game. Sure. You go to Warner, Warner Brothers games and, yeah, that's going to be Multiverses. Multiverses is coming out literally right now and that's going to be at evo right they have like a whole special tournament dedicated to multiverses right now is a great time where they can announce either a new character or a new stage for that you know you go you you go um uh, along the list right capcom street fighter 6 is probably going to be playable at evo street fighter 6 might have maybe another character announcement right that's the thing that they've been doing since the um the the latest big trailer for street fighter 6 came out at that playstation state of play they've been marketing that, that game non-stop so that's probably what that's going to be you move on snk king of fighters 15 came out in february i'm sure that'll be maybe a dlc character or a new stage or something along the lines of dlc for that game and then you get to bandai namco entertainment and uh they have a jojo's bizarre adventure game that's about to come out yeah. um i imagine that that'll SGF, be right? Yeah, but I played that at Summer Game Fest, right? It's a pretty fun game. I imagine that maybe it'll be another announcement for that, or maybe there is some other Bandai Namco anime arena fighter, something along the lines of um, a Demon Slayer game, um, or uh, or there's a, I believe there's like a My Hero game um, that that was announced recently that I would assume is Bandai Namco. I would imagine that it's one of those things, right? And like, these are the least, I would say maybe the least exciting announcements, but I, I do think that- but That feels right the for the most, caliber most of what we're talking about. And I don't mean the caliber of the live show, but just caliber of Evo in general, where you're, you're preaching to the converted. So you don't need necessarily the biggest of announcements. Like Mortal Kombat, the next Mortal Kombat's huge. And it, it transcends fighting games, right? That's not like, I would venture to guess the majority of people who play and own, let me try that again. I would bet the majority of people who have bought Mortal Kombat don't know what Evo is. And that's not me talking shit about Evo, just talking, you know, about how the competitive fighting game scene is a niche within our niche of video games, which is in, you know, blah, 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 blah. You're drilling into such a specific thing where I, I think Mortal Kombat, right, either gets announced at a big thing like an E3 or a Summer Games Fest or a Game Awards or is big enough to stand on its own and just one day you drop that trailer and it's, you know, it's an IGN first and it's, you know, all over the place and people are sharing it that way. Where, you know, I, it was interesting to think and, and talk and debate yesterday about it where it's like, 
if you want to put Evo on that level in that map and PlayStation wants to throw that clout, I could see that happening, I guess. Like, I don't think it's outside of the realm of possibility to announce it there, but it's so much bigger than that. Whereas if we're going to come back and now it's like, all right, well, now we're talking about a new character or whatever for Guilty Gear or a new character for Multiverses or whatever. Like, that makes a lot of sense because you are talking about an audience that's into that minutia of what these games are. 100%. Yeah. And I, I, I think the only way that Mortal Kombat, a new Mortal Kombat game or a new Injustice game or something of that caliber gets announced at Evo would be if PlayStation is really putting in the work to go, no, we want Evo to be thought of in that way. We want Evo to be mainstream. We want this entire audience to have eyes on it. And I could see them doing that. But at the same time, when you look at Warner Brothers and you look at the value of Mortal Kombat and the ways in which you can reveal that, that is game awards that is yeah. e3 that is a big playstation showcase that is you know hey let's just release it by ourselves or like do a dc fandom kind of thing that is of that echelon of announcement and that's pretty valuable for for warner brothers and so it's tough for me to imagine that we that i like again i'm not surprised that ed boon is like no mortal Kombat. sorry i'm like well, i mean that's just ed boon being smart right if, you see it, the wheels started going the rumor mills are going you Get in front of that, because if you say yeah. nothing, you're like, oh, it's good promotion. When it hap- when Evo gets here and there's no Mortal Kombat, they get pissed off. Everybody's pissed off and everybody's angry. And, yeah, and, and Greg, he only mentions Mortal Kombat, though. He only mentions Mortal Injustice? Kombat. Injustice? You think we're getting Injustice 3 there? No, I don't think probably we're going to get it. But I do I think d- that that's probably, they're working on some DC thing before they do another MK, I think. What about the Marvel? Oh, I, what about the Marvel? I, I think the Mortal Kombat thing is is going to be next. Uh, and that's that's based on I think Jeff Grubb talked about it a while ago, and there were some other reports about no Mortal Kombat twelve is the one uh, that's next. And I think that makes sense because Mortal Kombat is a huge money maker, and Justice is a huge money maker too. But Mortal Kombat being on a new new platform because there's not a um, PS five original Mortal Kombat yet. I think it could be smart to get ahead of it and go, no, let's do two Mortal Kombat's back-to-back, especially since it's been a while since we've done the last one, and then maybe go back into the doing Injustice or something else. Marvel would be interesting. I would love for them to make a Marvel game. Uh, the tough thing about that is, for me, does Marvel go to Warner Brothers, the owners of DC, and go, hey, make a game for us? I I don't know, right? I feel I, like I bet, that's yeah, a little bit do. more further-fetched. You think so? Yeah, I mean, I this is remember for years. This is what I was saying about uh, Lego games, where I was like, "You're like, yeah, no, no." It would TT Games is owner, owned by Warner Brothers. You'll never get a Lego a Marvel or whatever after that happened or whatever. And yeah, yeah, and then you did. I was like, "Oh, okay, that's a good well, point." Yeah, there you go. It's Kept really going. Nobody cares. Money, money, money talks, especially for Marvel games right now. Who understands that? Hey, if we're trying to make, if we're just trying to ape injustice, right? Like we want to go to the best, and Nether Realms going to be the best of that. Real quick to tie it up, you know, we were joking around about the injustice thing in the chat, kept pointing it out just to make sure if you're in your car with no pauses right now, so you just want one train of thought, we do want to call out, of course, that the reason Mortal Kombat got called out right is because the IGN tweet called out Mortal Kombat. So, gotcha. Does it, it disqualify? I mean, again, there were a lot of how much do you want to read into sentences or whatever, but Ed, Ed Boone's saying Mortal Kombat. No, we'll see what happens, I guess, at Evo, which is coming up very fast, ladies and gentlemen. Las Vegas this weekend, this very, very weekend. Bet on games, I guess. I don't know what that means. Number two on the Roper Report. Logitech is working with Tencent on a mysterious handheld. This is Tom Warren at The Verge. Logitech G is working with Tencent Games to launch a dedicated cloud gaming handheld later this year. The new hardware will be designed for cloud gaming services, offering a dedicated device with controls instead 
of the typical cases you attach to phones. The cloud gaming handheld will support Xbox Cloud Gaming and NVIDIA's GeForce Now service, and Logitech and Tencent are both working with Microsoft and NVIDIA on the hardware. Logitech and Tencent are simply teasing the device today, and there's no mention of a release date, pricing, or even what the cloud gaming handheld looks like. Logitech will obviously be leaning on its experience building PC and console gaming accessories, while Tencent looks to be more as an operations partner. Quote, as one of the leading global platforms for game development, publishing, and operations, Tencent Games has been at the forefront of innovation, and it's why we partnered with them, explains the general manager of Logitech G. As someone that grew up playing video games, the idea of being able to stream and play AAA games almost anywhere is super exciting, and we can't wait to show everyone what we've been working on. In the chat, Sphinx Jura says, Logitech. <laughs> <laughs> not a bad name i like <laughs> bless does this get you going at all uh not really i think it's a cool idea you know uh logitech is a well-known company right yeah. like well uh, well known for making hardware tencent has a lot of money i i think this partnership <laughs> <laughs> makes sense um i the, the the one thing that gives me pause is the fact that it is um a streaming device right i think yeah. that's going to help for it to maybe be cheap I would imagine that that means you're maybe buying it for $100, $200, which makes it competitive in price, but also doesn't put it in a place to be competitive in terms of um, like being comparable to a Steam Deck or being comparable yep. to a Switch. I think that for me, the special thing about the Steam Deck is that it's this big, beautiful, beautiful device that has a lot of power in it. When I can take my games anywhere, I can play them at the airport. I can play them at home. I can play them literally in an airplane, right? If I'm it's what playing- I did this, It's what I did this weekend. Yeah, and like if I have this streaming only device, that's gonna eliminate so many options in terms of playing on the go. Of course, I can connect to Wi-Fi on the airplane, but I'm sure that's gonna work great, right? When I'm trying to play <laughs> off of Xbox Game Pass or X Cloud or, or um, Nvidia GeForce Now, which use, which uh, sends back <clears throat> a lot of data. Uh, for me, that's the that's kind of the shortcoming of it. But I'm curious to see like how they market. I'm curious to see what it is and like you know, the form factor of it and all that stuff. I think there could be promise there, but it's not one that, it's not a head turner for me. Yeah, it's, I'm right there with you. Uh, obviously, I love new tech and I love new devices. And I, I do really like streaming and I do really like, you know, trying to get all our games into the, take them wherever you want to take them and do whatever you want with them. Um, but the device itself, like I'm more excited to see what it looks like, but I really can't fathom what they would do that I would go, oh, that I want to buy that. Like, I have a Steam Deck. I love my Steam Deck. You know, I have the Switch. I have the Switch. But if we're talking about streaming, right, like, I have now two backbones. I have the, you know, classic original backbone, and then I have the new PlayStation backbone that I talked about on TikTok last week. It's never going to focus on my face. But you know what I'm saying. Uh, and how much bigger is the screen going to be on this Logitech one than my iPhone? That I slide into the backbone and I'm ready to. I can, I'm ready not only to stream Xbox cloud gaming. I'm at ready to you know uh, remote play my PlayStation, which I do all the time. Like I'm not saying that like obviously everyone's no one has a use case for this, but for me personally, like you start getting into a bigger and bigger screen for it, and then it's like, well, at that point, with what we're talking about streaming. Why wouldn't I use my iPad and have a controller connected to that? And I know well this mm -hmm. one would be handheld, and it's like sure, but. I can't imagine the screen going from the backbone to what the iPad is. You put that in the center with what the Logitech device is handheld, and I'm going to look at it and go, oh, well, that's clearly, I need that. I need that thing for how, it, what I like about the backbone controller is, you know, that 
for me, remote playing more than streaming. It, remote playing is such a, oh, well, the TV's in use right now. I'll do this for 30, 45 minutes, an hour, whatever it is, while Jen watches her show. And then when she goes to bed, I'll switch it back to the big one. Whereas like last night with the Steam Deck, it was like, I was playing uh, a, a thing while uh, I was I was watching Raw. I had Raw on and I was pl- playing with the Steam Deck. And then Raw finished and I, you know, boot, I just plugged the Steam Deck in and it was back onto the big TV there. But again, that's even different because I've been using, I can put the Steam Deck into the plane. I can take it wherever I am. I don't have to be connected to everything. There's, there's a use case for this, but I feel like the market would be so small based on the fact that if you're so nerdy as we all are, if you're listening to this podcast, super nerdy, if you're listening while you cut the shit out, um, you're so nerdy, you understand all the solutions to stream games right now with the tech you already have. Where it's like, why not buy a $20 controller clip and put your phone in that? Or your yeah. like, There's so many different well, ways to do this without buying this kind of device. And that comes back to the promise of streaming for me. For me, streaming video games is an exciting idea because you can stream off of anything, right? Like I could stream yeah. with, with Samsung, with um, uh, Xbox's partnership with Samsung and the smart TVs. I have a Samsung smart TV. I don't have a 2022 one. And so it's not going to work on mine yet. But when it comes to mine, right? Like I'll be able to play Xbox Game Pass off of my TV via streaming. I can play Xbox Game Pass xCloud via my phone, right? Like that is only going to expand more and more and more to, uh, to more devices. I can play Xbox Game Pass xCloud off of my Steam Deck if I wanted to. Right? I have so many options for that, and do I really need to buy another device that is specifically for that use case, specifically to, specifically to stream games from Game Pass and, and, and NVIDIA? I don't know, right? And I don't, yeah. and honestly, I don't know necessarily who this is for. It might be for somebody who is like, no, I want something that is dedicated to that, that has the exact form factor and, and um, feel of the Logitech thing, but how many people is that, right? And I think if we're going to go that route too, it'll have to be cheap. I mean, how yeah. many people are going to show up and pay 150 bucks for a device that they don't necessarily need because they have so many other things that can't have that same functionality? At that point, it's like maybe put it out for $60 or $80 as opposed to going to $100 or, or, or $150, which I have to imagine for, for an original device that they're making would get up there. I doubt you've done it recreationally, but even for a test, have you done Xbox game or I'm sorry, Xbox? Have you done xCloud on your Steam Deck? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And How's I've it work? I've done it rec- uh, recreationally, and it's great. Right. Uh, yeah, I've played. I've played Forza Horizon Five a little bit of that. Right, I, when games get more into that range of things where it's heavy fidelity, looks great, is running very smooth, and all that stuff, you start to see the artifacting on screen. It is. Mm-hmm. It is definitely a lesser way to play than to just play natively, but it is playable. And I could see myself for other Game Pass games going to the platform, going going about that way. I started playing um, Amori. Which is the the weird uh, like hand drawn art style uh, Earthbound looking game, and I forgot I was playing through XCloud when I was playing it on my Steam Deck, and it was relatively easy to set up, right? Like they don't have a uh, an XCloud app uh, native on the Steam Deck, but all you need to do is go to the desktop mode, yeah. Um, add like Internet Explorer to your Steam library as a um, non native app or whatever, and then like you do a couple of things. Um, uh, kick back to the main menu and there it is like you can go you can boot up xcloud whenever you want and it, it feels like a native app even though it not necessarily is um it works really well and yeah like I, honestly i for me i have no use case for this logitech thing right having a steam yeah. deck having my phone and having a tv that eventually is going to have xcloud as well yeah and that's the you know We'll wait and see. I want to see. I think it'll be cool to see what it looks like. I hope it finds an audience. I hope it introduces more people to it. Yada yada yada. But like, I do struggle to see who would be like. I'm so into streaming, and I'm just not happy with the experience I'm getting from my phone. 
my <laughs> iPad, my Samsung app that I need to add this into the equation. But could be I'm just, I'm, they are out there. And I'm sure it's you. And you need to say, hey, in the comments, say, hey, it's me. Hey, 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 it's me. And I'll know what that means. If I see, hey, 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 it's me. Hey, hey, I'll know that's you saying that you're hey, about to Hey, thing. you, you. I don't like your girlfriend. No way, no, no way. way. No I think way. you need a new one. Yep, yep, there you go. One of my favorite things. Oh, that wasn't even that, actually. You ever see What the Hell? You ever see the music video for What the Hell for Avril Lavigne? Nah, I don't know. I was gonna say she, I was I was on thin ice there because this actually might have been you or whatever. But one night or one night uh, at the old studio uh, before Barry got here, mm-hmm. there was what the hell? The, uh, they, the, I, I was already gone, but there was drinking happening in the office, and Joey and Kevin and a bunch of other people were like just playing you know music as we did off the computers and off the YouTube's. Right. And uh, eventually, I got like a text or whatever because they put on the Avril Lavigne song "What the Hell" and they scrolled down. And like the top comment, probably because of you know who you follow, who you shared, was kind of funny. And it was just, why is she being so mean to this guy? <laughs> it was me from when it kind of funny was game over, Greggy, and I would just watch stuff and leave comments. They were all drunk enough to think that was the craziest fucking thing. Uh, that's hilarious. That's so funny. I digress. Uh, number three on the Roper Report: AEW Fight Forever listing reveals platforms, match types, and more. This is Jordan Midler at VGC. Now, blessing. This actually puts me into a sticky, sticky situation. Of course, I host a WWE show, and as part of that contract, I'm not allowed to read AEW. I'm just fucking around. An Amazon UK listing for AEW Fight for Forever uh, has revealed. A fight forever, sorry, has revealed the platforms that the upcoming wrestling game is coming to, as well as a product description. It's spotted by Gamatsu. The game is currently listed on Amazon UK for PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, PC, Nintendo Switch, and PlayStation 4. No Xbox One version of the game is listed. The game's release date is listed as December 31st, 2022, which is a placeholder as a final release date has yet to be announced. The game's product description sheds more light on the game, including revealing some match types that are set to be included. You have four bullet points, and they read like this. Combines nostalgic arcade wrestling feel with innovative all-elite wrestling finishers and offensive moves. Talent roster combines the biggest legends to enter the ring, plus brand-new high-flying AEW stars. Fuego del Sol! Uh, single, tag team, three-way, four-way, ladder, casino battle royale, falls count anywhere, unsanctioned lights out, exploding barbed wire death, and online co-op multiplayer matches. And then your final one is tag team uh, matches featuring a sequence of team maneuvers performed with simple commands. A report earlier this year uh, by wrestling website Fightful Select claimed that the AEW game may be released as soon as September. No fucking way. No fucking way. No fucking way. Don't do that to me. I don't want that hope. That, that's me as Hawkeye no, in the game going, don't give me hope. There's no way that's happening, right? Like that game has to be further off than September. I would 1000% think so. Uh, and then, because they've shown stuff before, Baird, if you can do a quick search for AEW Fight Forever. Uh, I, I forget how long ago it was they did that little AEW games update because they've been really good about communicating it. Oh, yeah. And they put out like yeah. the two different character trailers where you saw some in game stuff and, the, and like them coming to the ring and all that stuff. And it was like neat. And then bam, it was. This is their original debut trailer, which I didn't think, or this is actually, I guess, somebody talking over it. No, no, maybe this isn't. No, this is the trailer. And then there was this. There was this. Oh, this is an IGN compilation, I see. Uh, where they had Nyla Rose come out. Yeah, they made a big deal when they had this with uh, Nyla and Chris. There you go. Going through, showing these characters, showing what they look like. And again, when I'm talking about Don't Give Me Hope, like, I, I didn't the first trailer that they had done for AEW. Like, don't get me wrong. It's, it's, it's Ukes. It's it, the AKI people. Kenny Omega knows he's doing. Right here, 
looking at this is where I popped, where I was like, mm. are you fucking kidding me? Because that looks like if you like that looks like a modern N64 wrestling game, which is what mm. Kenny Omega has been so uh, vocal about what they're trying to make with this game. And so like when I saw that, I was like, holy shit, that looks fun. And again, yeah, I talked about this yesterday in KF, uh, GD's post show over on patreon.com slash kind of funny games. We did a shit list for the top 10 wrestling games as listed by IGN.com in 2020. Uh, 20. And uh, when we were talking about No Mercy, which was number one, of course, uh, I called out the fact that, you know, I, I have it on my Steam Deck. And uh, when I was flying to Nashville, I, st- I played uh, Taz through the Hardcore Championship. And it was like, damn, this game still holds up. And yeah, you know, obviously it looks dated. You know, the, the crowd doesn't look great. Yada, yada, yada. But like, it is fun to play. And it actually, like, I will continue to play that. I will go back to that more and more on my Steam Deck for some things like that. And so the idea that Fight for Forever, Fight, what do I want to Fight Forever, got Fight for Forever, Fight Forever uh, is going to try to capture that. And it looks like, just from a glance of what they're doing there, looks like they are capturing that. I'm like, yeah, let's go. I think there might be some new screenshots uh, on the store page that went up today. If you want to see if you can find those, what? yeah, I, I'm okay. Uh, oh, what store page for uh, AEW Fight Forever? The store page went up today, so I, I think there might be some screenshots on there. On PlayStation store page or no, no, no Amazon, Amazon. Gotcha. Um, I I'm curious to see like if this is able to build sort of a new or like sort of a second um i guess branch for people who like wrestling games because i feel like wwe 2k22 has done such a good job of at least for me revitalizing wrestling games and making me excited again about playing wrestling games like you i didn't i didn't download uh no mercy but i did get both smackdown versus raw 2007 which is my favorite smackdown versus raw and then also smackdown just bring it which was my first wrestling game that i played on ps2 and i hopped into both of those and it was the thing of oh wow these games have aged oh damn i didn't see these yeah, yeah. These so these are the the new screenshots, which like they look cleaner. Uh, when I saw the the original trailers that dropped for the AEW game, I was like, I don't know, I don't know about this. Like, I and even in some of these screenshots, I do think the game in the oh, character. Oh dang, model man! They got a cool. they got cover art too. I didn't realize that. And I, I know you're gonna say, oh, you're reading about the thing. I I thought we were just like reading very very much placeholder shit. Yeah, no. So yeah, the in the I mean, a lot of the stuff looks pretty pretty cool. Right, like some of the uh, animations in the face, I feel like look a little bit off to me. But like you say, right, like the core of this is the gameplay, uh, especially if they're going for that no mercy style of gameplay, yeah. and it looks like that, right? So if they're able to make that no mercy style wrestling game for the Greg Millers out there, and for the new people that want to hop into that kind of wrestling game, and then also at the same time, Two K Twenty Two is holding it down for that new style of wrestling game fans, I think that could be a best of both world scenario. Yeah, I mean, you know. I think it looks great. It's and, and Kenny Omega again has been quoted uh, in in the lead up to this talking about the fact of like, listen, we're not going to be two K twenty two. Like he's like that game is beautiful. That game is amazing. It's had years of development. It's got all these match types. Well, we're not doing that. And when he had originally said that, I, I my expectations already tempered. Obviously, for your first game coming out and the gate, what you're going to have. But then like, it, it, he did like, even reading here. It does have modes. It does have match types. They know career is important. They know creating a character is important. Like, I think it'll offer a distinct experience to what WWE 2K22 does. And I think WWE 2K22 does a lot right. Like, again, it's I'm still playing that game, which I haven't said about a WWE or a wrestling game in, I guess, Fire Pro, but in a long time, where I'm like, 
if I have a couple minutes, I'm like, you know what? I will pop in and I will, you know, do a little bit of the my faction stuff or whatever. And I still need to double back to I have never finished Ray's thing. I never went through all the historic stuff in that. I never uh, finished my created uh, storyline mode or whatever in uh, my career. Anyways, what I'm saying is there's still so much for me to do in WWE 2K, and I do expect me to do it in 2K22. However, I'd still be stoked when this drops to jump in. And if this is, again, what No Mercy is, which is, hey, these are fast matches. They're fun to play, and you're in and you're out. And yeah, it's not going to have a my faction thing. It's going to have a storyline I play through and be done with it. Then maybe it is, you know, online. I'm playing with my friend, Sean, from across the country, and we're doing stuff there. Maybe that becomes that kind of experience out of it where it is just the pure fighting wrestling game whereas wwe is building trophies and you know trying to do these different things uh yeah i'm gonna take a question from kind of funny.com slash blessing at aoa jr yeah i actually have two questions uh firstly what is a casino battle royale let me try that for you because that i think that comes from all or nothing i'm not for Mm. full disclosure i'm not an aew fan so it's not like i'm keeping up on what's going on and i I, I, that makes it sound like I'm, i'm an enemy or something i'm not that either i just I mean, you work with WWE of, now, right? Like, you're naturally an enemy. Of um, course, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, Sage Shin Megami says it's AEW's unique battle royale. Battle royale with each uh, battle royale with each wrestler being assigned a suit, like a suit of cards. Okay. Oh, interesting. But I don't know how that. I, uh, so usually there's 21 participants. Yeah, okay, so it just all goes into that. Uh, Timmy Buddy says a casino battle royale is similar to a Royal Rumble, but five people come out at a time. Okay. It's a battle royale. And it, is, this, is this Royal Rumble but legally distinct? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, a battle royale is already... A battle royale is over the top. So the Royal Rumble is just an oh, iteration gotcha, of what the gotcha, battle gotcha. royale is. Yeah. There's a All mystery right. joker that comes out at the end. It's hype. Uh, and then my second question is, is there a chance that KFW transitions into this AEW game from 2K22? Great question. Out? Man, that's really cool. Um... I would doubt it just because we've already got so much built in KFW that I don't, I wouldn't see us being like, let's rebuild everything from there, but never say never. Like eventually that would have to happen no matter what. Right. In terms of uh, shifting things right there. G dot K dot says their create mode won't be anywhere near as good. Yeah. But that's also great. IMO. Like that's my thing about, I, as you all know, love professional wrestling video games. It's like literally my DNA in the same way Ghostbusters is in my DNA of why I love video games. And what I loved about the N64 is that when my friends would come over and I'd be like, I made all of us from BYWF and we would put it in there. Every one of us that came out, every character that came out, the person in the room would be like, oh my God, that looks so much like me. And did it look photorealistic? Of course not. But it was that, you know, Faf wrestled in fatigues with a white tank top over his outfit. And I was able to build that and make the logo, the color that he hit. Like you looked at it and you're like, oh, that makes sense because everybody's, if you're Stone Cold or you're Mike Faf in this game, you look enough like yourself that you're like, oh, that's great. I think those limitations personally, and this is just a Greg Miller thing, personally lead to more connection to the character. Because to this day in WWE 2K22, right? Like, I, and this is not an insult, obviously, to uh, Lighter or Olive Party or myself even, because we've all tried. I don't think the Greg Millers in those games look like me enough. Like, there's just, it's just, there's like, it's almost the Uncanny Valley thing where it's like mm. so close that it feels like a wax museum thing or, you know what I mean? Like, it's, we're not there to be completely photorealistic, but you're so close that then I think it highlights all the things that are a little bit wrong. So, like, if that makes sense, where it's like you can suspend disbelief and you know it's you and yada, yada, yada. But, like, 
I appreciate it when everybody's on the same playing field of like, nobody looks 100%. So you look at everybody and you're like, oh, that's really good. Like that actually looks really mm -hmm. cool for what it's trying to do. So like, I, I think that works too. And again, like if you want to bring in the whole um, my universe stuff, right? The WWE 2K22 does. How many times did that bit us in the ass? <laughs> Where, oh, well, I built it last night and I saved it. But when I came back in, the belts are all gone. And I didn't notice that. So I did this. Or Joey keeps interrupting the match. She has no reason to be here. It's a bug. Or, man, this is building to a really cool storyline. And Khalif Adams should be super pissed. But instead, Paris kicks his ass and he shakes his hand. Yep. And it's like, well, we just got to. I, I still think that if we just did every match one by one, it would be like we could net, do it together better, but yeah. then you couldn't have run-ins. And there's all these things. Like again, I think limitations breed imagination in a lot of way. That makes sense. Yeah. You know what else makes sense? Blessing out of Oye Jr. Patreon.com slash kind of funny games. I won't lie to you. I really thought you were gonna ask me more about like the barbed wire death match. And I, that's like a classic exploding barbed wire. That goes all the way back to Japan. I could have talked your ear off about that. You're like, what's like a casino battle? I'm like, oh, well, that was the first one I saw that. I'd be like, oh, I don't think I know what that is. Like the fall well, everybody knows falls counts anywhere is I did yeah, see I the know. unsanctioned lights out in the exploding barbed wire death, and I did want to ask about those, but I know we're late in the show, so I was like, I'll I'll figure that out later. The lights out match has all weapons and interference legal and pinfalls can occur anywhere in the building. Additionally, because the match is considered to not be sanctioned, the results do not count toward the win-loss records of the people involved. Uh, Patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Uh, you can go there. You can, of course, write in to be part of the show. You can get the post show we do each and every weekday. You could be a Patreon producer. You could just help us and say, hey, you're doing a great job and here's some money. Uh, however, if you really went there, what you get for right now would be a show with no ads. But guess what, Jack? You're not listening on Patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. So here's a word from our sponsor. No one likes waiting on a paycheck, especially when you've got bills due. Good thing there's Chime. Now you can get your paycheck up to two days early with direct deposit. That's up to two days more to save, pay bills, and generally feel good about your money situation. But Chime is more than just about getting paid early. It's also an award-winning mobile app, checking account, debit card, and optional savings account. So what are you waiting for? Hopefully not your paycheck. Get started with Chime today. Applying for a free account takes less than two minutes. Get started at Chime.com slash KF Games. That's Chime.com slash KF Games. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank and a member's FDIC early access to direct deposit funds depends on the payer. Have you heard about the legendary underwear brand that's taken the podcast world by storm? Famous for their buttery soft undies and bralettes, MeUndies loves podcasts just as much as you do. It's like they're made for you and you're made for them. You're made for each other. Now, of course, ladies and gentlemen, you know I love my MeUndies because they're the most comfortable underwear I've ever had and because they have great patterns. As the king of Halloween, my candy corn pair never fails to make me smile. Everyone knows MeUndies for their super soft undies and comfy bralettes, but did you know they also make other stuff? We're talking about durable, cushy socks that will make your feet sing. They even make hoodies for your dog so you can match every important person in your life. Available in sizes XS to 4XL and tons of colors and prints. MeUndies has a great offer for my listeners. Any first time purchasers can get 20% off plus free shipping and returns. To get 20% off your first order, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. That's MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. Number four on the Roper Report, Activision Blizzard loses millions of players, but adds 25% more developers year on year. This is Ryan Dinsdale at IGN.com. Call of Duty and Overwatch publisher Activision Blizzard has lost millions of players compared to this time last year, but despite that decrease, has grown its pool of developers by 25%. 
During its latest latest earnings results, Activision Blizzard revealed that its monthly users, uh, active users, categorized, categorized as anyone who accesses one of its games in that time frame, fell from 372 million at the end of March 2022 to 361 million at the end of June. Wow. God, how can they get by with just 361 million active users? They're done. This drop continues the publisher's downward trend as the number of monthly active users on June 30th last year was 408 million, and it has fallen relatively steadily ever since. There are some extenuating circumstances at work. Activision Blizzard has had a notably quiet release schedule recently, partly due to game delays and a natural reduction in players after COVID lockdowns. Uh, the lowering numbers of players hasn't deterred Activision Blizzard from investing in its own development teams, however, as the report also states that it, this has grown considerably during uh, since last June, June last year. Quote, I ran upstairs to get water. This isn't the quote, sorry. I ran upstairs to get water, so I'm just a little out of breath, you know what I mean? Because it's all like trying to catch up, but I'm also trying to read, and then I'm also in my head about it, and I'm also like, what's, I got to see what a casino battle royale is now. I got to go watch, you know what I mean? I got to go watch Double or Nothing. Chat, is that where I'd go do it? Is I got to go watch that paper? Miller, breathe. breathe. I gotta, Apparently, the breathe. last person that runs in is the Joker. That sounds real cool. <laughs> <laughs> Not like not like Batman's Joker, but like oh, they got the Joker oh. suit. Oh man, is it going to be Heath Ledger or Jared Leto this time? Oh, I can't it's going to be uh, what's his face, uh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Oh man, yeah, he oh, just answers the ring. Quote: During the second quarter, our teams made strong progress on a broad pipeline of content across established franchises. It said we continue to increase investment in our creative resources to meet the demand for our content. Our development headcount at the end of the second quarter grew twenty five percent year over year. End quote. I I feel like a good question would be like, which Joker would you least want to see running down the ring? Because Joaquin Phoenix's Joker was a, uh, like a crazy man, of course. But I've seen what Heath Ledger's Joker can do with a pencil. Yeah, and I, I don't want to mess with that guy. I gotta send you. I'll dig it out. I'll go after the show. I'll go into my TikTok likes, and I guess Teen Titans did a really good. Uh, Teen Titans Go did a really good Joker joke the other day. And uh, how long ago? It's probably years ago or whatever, but where they all dressed up and did impressions of the Joker and then Robin ran up as uh, Jared Leto and they all just shit on him. Oh, that's really cool. like, you can't fucking be the Jared every Leto. Single, I know there's a tangent, but every single time I see a clip. Oh, I mean, this new story. There you go. They lost a bunch, but they still have a bunch and they're adding more developers. Great. They also got bought by Xbox. Who knows what the future holds there? We've talked exactly. about this story. Back to the Joker. See, every time I see a clip from Teen Titans Go, I'm like, this show seems awesome. Oh, dude, Teen Titans Go, even before we had Ben, was if that was on in Saturday mornings, Jen and I would click it on and just let it play on Cartoon Network because it's funny as hell. I, I used to, I, Teen Titans, the original, was one of my favorite Cartoon Network shows. And yeah, when Teen Titans Go originally came out, I was like, this is not my Teen Titans. This is all cute and stuff. Every single time I see a clip, I'm like, yo, I should watch this. Bless, do you, you want me to lend, do you want me to lend you the Blu-ray Blu-ray I have, which is the Teen Titans Go Teen Titans movie where they meet? Yeah. Yes, I do. Yes. Okay, cool. I'll bring it over Thanks next too. time. Okay. Bless, get him, borrow that from him, and then we both go to Tim's house to play it at Tim's house. Oh, and in the theater? Hell yeah. Yeah. Can I come? No, it's just, it's a me and blessing thing. Sorry. Yeah, that's fair enough. Thing. Is Tim gonna be there though, or are you just gonna no, use his theater? It's just me and blessing. <laughs> this is me. And I, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, I'm sorry. I'll push we'll out we'll out hit up Cool Greg to hit us uh, to let us in. You know. Sure, that makes sense. Uh, a, a couple things with this too, like, yeah, it's. <laughs> I really hope we're just gonna leave it. <laughs> Here's a bunch of business thing. <laughs> no, I, 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 to grant some context, right, and like a kind of like a oh, of course, like. I feel like when you release less games, of course, you're going to get yeah. less players. So like, looking back at the, the same thing, too, with uh, the COVID lockdown, right? We're gaming in general is seeing a bit of a reduction. In and you oh, see yeah. Matt Piscatella talk about this all the time of like, you know, the bump we all got, which is crazy to say. But the bump you got during the pandemic of people being locked in their houses is, you know, definitely waning, if not. Yeah. Waning. 
Yeah, so like I think you're suffering from that. It's also you know you look back at the last year of Activision games, and the their latest game is Call of Duty Vanguard, which came out last fall, right? And the latest games before that were ports of Tony Hawk and, and Crash in 2021, and then before that is Black Ops Cold War, and that's compared to this. Like, uh, Activision is, is it, they're putting out less games over time. Of course, that's because they see all their value in Call of Duty, so of course they're like, oh yeah, let's go all in on this. But then also their latest Call of Duty game was Call of Duty Vanguard. And Vanguard is not a modern warfare, nor is it a Black Ops, and so of course it's going to sell less than those two because it doesn't have the same brand recognition. Um, so yeah, these numbers these numbers make sense. I I'm more so curious to see what uh, these numbers look like, let's say by the end of this year, right, going into early next year, where it is this fall for Activision Blizzard, you have Overwatch two, and then you also have Call of Duty Modern Warfare two. I'm sure they're looking at as at those as these big number uh, number drivers, right? um i wonder what that does but then also yeah under xbox i wonder if we see i wonder how much we see change then i also wonder if we see activision blizzard put out more games aside from just call of duty and the huge blizzard titles yeah yeah i I don't know it'll be fascinating to see how they rebound what xbox does with it etc so on we'll have to wait and see but for now, it's so far away. So instead, I'm going to go to story number five. Uh, Remedy's postponing its first multiplayer game, Vanguard, to 2023. This is uh, Alessio Palumbo at WCCF Tech. In a press release published this afternoon, Finnish game studio Remedy announced some changes to its development and financial roadmap. More specifically, it has lowered its revenue and operating outlook uh, result due to the delay of its first multiplayer game, Vanguard. The statement from the CEO reads, Remedy is currently working on five world-class game titles, and our capabilities to develop these games is stronger than ever. With our transition to a multi-project operating model, we have learned that it is better to keep our game projects in the early development phase for a longer period of time than in the past. The benefit of this is that the development team size and the the benefit of this is that the development team size and thus the operating costs stay lower and it gives the teams the time they require to design, prepare, and test key elements of the game before the project moves onto a phase of development where a larger team is required. By doing this, we are supporting both high quality as well as cost efficient game development. We've decided to keep the game codenamed Vanguard longer in the current proof of concept phase and postpone the significant expansion of the development team until the year 2023. This will postpone income from our 2022 to 2023, which means that we expect our 2022 revenue to remain at the previous year's level and our operating result to decline significantly compared to the year 2021, end quote. A few months ago, we learned that the free-to-play cooperative multiplayer game codenamed Vanguard will be co-financed by Tencent. Tencent is just finding everything. Yeah, Tencent Games Daily. Like they're trying to own the entire games industry. Uh, Remedy is doing a lot. Yeah, like I, I, I just, I just tabbed over to their Wikipedia page. Five world class game titles. Okay, like they have announced Alan Wake Two that's supposed to come out in twenty twenty three, a Control sequel which is TBA, Condor which is the Control multiplayer game, uh, which is TBA. They have Max Payne slash Max Payne Two remake. Uh, that is TBA, and they also have Vanguard, which is this one, which I I don't I believe isn't connected to anything they've done previously. A new, you know, multiplayer ongoing IP. That's that's a lot, and like I, you know, I have trust in Remedy. I think they're a great developer. Um, you know, Control is fantastic, and the previous of games course. have been fantastic. But I'm also like, damn, can y'all do all this? <laughs> do you guys have yeah. the facilities to do all these different things, especially with multiple multiplayer games, and then these huge triple a highly anticipated single player titles that seems like a lot for one developer to be working on 
It does, but, you know, Remedy is an incredibly talented studio, and I think the fact that they are talking about leaving things longer in pre-pro before they move it over does work to it. You know, what does that actually net out to? We'll have to wait and see what the results are, but I'm not chomping at the bit here for champ. Yeah, chomping at the bit, champ. Chomping at the bit yeah, for yeah, Vanguard. Yeah. You, but I, I think colloquial now, you can't say chomping, but then some yeah. person always goes, well, it's champing, and it's like, well, look at the fucking dictionary, because like now that. it's both. And that pause right there gets cut out. Fucking God. <laughs> bunch of crazy people listening to the show you know uh sixth and final on the roper report ladies and gentlemen we are ofk is launching august 18th there's a new trailer out but there's also a tweet this is from ofk band august 18th it's real i'm crying we are ofk uh, our band's bio pick game and ep premiere on switch ps4 slash 5 and pc of course you can wishlist the game now save the ep now and pre-order the game in vinyl right there uh the game overview uh via team ofk is this we are ofk follows the lives of four friends in their 20s as they attempt to break into the music business fall in and out of love and figure out how to play and pay rent and make art in los angeles the key features go like this five episodes of the interactive animated series five interactive music videos uh, with debut tracks performed by ofk fully voice interactive dialogue from star study cast emotional texting thirst texting meme texting emoji spamming original los angeles locations you're gonna love the boba shop it's wild um full disclosure of course uh, ofk is one of the games that uh, my wife's company is doing uh, pr and marketing and helping it publish or whatever for uh, i don't believe she's working on it and it's it doesn't matter because you've heard me talk about how much I'm into this game since the last Nintendo Direct or PlayStation State of Play it was at. I can't remember which, but that was when I finally listened to the song and was like, oh, my God, wait, this is a narrative game where I build a band and try to make it. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, seeing this trailer reignited my excitement for it. Like Every, every single time I see it, I'm like, oh, this game really uh, looks really cool. But it's been one of those ones where it's such an interesting concept for a game that I it's been tough for me to be fully uh, all in on it, but seeing this latest trailer and kind of getting like getting the idea of the style, right? Seeing that it's going to be an episodic thing with, with, with five episodes and then seeing, I assume each episode is a different song from their five song EP. That makes um, sense, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I think that's a really cool idea and it brings me back to Sayonara Wild Hearts from yep. a few years ago and I fucking loved Sayonara Wild Hearts. Um, yeah, like I'm all in on this. I really want to see uh, see where this goes yeah 100 is you know everybody knows that i'm a sucker for a narrative game and then i actually if you haven't listened to the debut track uh um uh, i don't want to look at it what's well, i could sing it for you follow one follow sorry for the follow unfollow and then to my point too my wife's always like stop singing that when i sing it so there you go so don't worry about it. uh anyways the song is fucking great and like i've been listening to it on spotify since that uh debut trailer so i'm excited for more music from them again i think it's cool too it's one of those where it's a uh, weekly right so i think the first two episodes come out together i think it's a four week event or five week yeah, yeah four weeks. five yeah, yeah five episodes over four weeks i can't wait i'm stoked gonna be cool to see what happens is it good or not who knows what does the gameplay look like we'll find out but i think it's just texting and listening to dialogue and making choices which that's a great they showed some like skateboarding shit in that la- in that trailer. Oh, did they? I don't remember that. that. They had. Yeah, yeah, which I don't remember, me, I remember ever it. seeing before. Um, I assumed that there was going to be some rhythm game shit in this game too, which I it was one of the things that had me originally excited. Again, it's one of those ones where it's like, yeah, here, right here is okay. some of the skateboarding stuff. It's one of those ones where when you watch a trailer, they show so much where I'm like, I don't understand what this game is, but I'm excited for it. Like, it's, yeah, it, which it, it strikes me so much like Sign Hour Wild Hearts, right? Yeah, exactly. It also it reminds me of Thirsty Suitors as well, which is another oh, one. I can't wait for that game too. Pretty cool. Um, but yeah, like at this point, I'm just excited for the ride. You know, like, me too. I, I I like that it's unique. I like that they're doing the five week thing. I know there have been there have been plenty of situations where there have been those kind of games, the episodic stuff that is week to week. That 
has people fall off after the first week or the first couple of weeks and i've been guilty of that but hopefully <laughs> this does that doesn't happen with this one if it's right. got a good hook in the front right like i feel like we, when you think of episodic and falling off i think usually you think of old telltale but that was also where it was like walking dead season one episode one okay and then three months later there's another one and then four yeah. months later and now two months but now five like you know it was always up and down whereas when i think week to week i think more about like um tell me why when that launched from Xbox and, and um, Don't Nod, that was weekly. But the problem there was I played the first one. I was like, eh. I'm not like yeah. I'm not like enraptured. I can't I, I can't wait to find out more about this. It's like okay, that happened to me with um, there was a game called Four Out of Five that came out on uh, or no not Four Out of Five, Eight Out of Ten, Seven Out of Ten. It was like a weird uh, week to week episodic thing. Six out of seven. Uh, it was like a game about a game developer. It was another um, uh, like narrative weird um like weird gameplay style kind of game that i played the first episode and was like oh this is interesting and then it, it didn't have enough punch to it where i felt like sticking uh by it the whole way through for the five weeks um this one i think is more up like this one is more my vibe this one is more more so a thing where i'm like i can see myself going through it especially with the each song I, and this is me assuming right each song being a different episode I can see myself being like, yeah, I want to listen to the whole EP because the music is rad. Um, and if that's the case, then I'm excited for it. I want to, there's a question here. We are running late and I want to tackle it in the post show if you don't mind, Bless. Mm -hmm. All right. Because springing from this this topic is a question here from uh, Haiji Huyunga, who says, has an episodic release schedule ever made a game better? Ooh. And I think there's a lot to unpack there because it kind of gets me angry. <laughs> so I like that we'll get there and do it in the post show if you don't mind, everybody. Three out of ten, by the way, is the game. Thank you, chat. Three ten to you, man. Remember that? Yes. Wait, what now? Three ten to you. Blessing OFK comes out on August 18th, but that's so far away. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grab shops, where would I go? Well, you would go to the official list of upcoming uh, software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Barrett, did you get a little bit of young Luke Skywalker when I said where would, where, where would I go? No, honestly greg where I, could he be oh that's, that's okay all right all right I, I hear it now i hear it now i wasn't ready for it be? i wasn't ready you always have to prepare me for your performances greg because you're such a great like you're you're a character actor and like you just kind of uh -huh. get lost so i don't even know uh -huh. what you're going for i can do so many characters so, yeah, exactly yeah, exactly out today frogun maybe frog on pc ps4 ps5 switch xbox one xbox series x and s and you're probably saying Frogun or frog on what's that all about you have a gun that's a frog so it's frog it's frog <laughs> oh, gun shoot it's frog gun but i but it's only got one g so there it's you know we're sharing oh, the g shoot this looks rad frogun i thought you might like this one yeah huh? this looks cool as hell it's like, like uh, some coins jump around push things like do some puzzling with the frog ps1 era style platformer with a sure. gun that's a yeah. that's a frog it makes me sad though because it may I guess no. It is literally just a gun that's a frog. I thought frog she was man. just holding a frog and squeezing it. So oh she... no, no, no. Okay. It's not like when you punch Yoshi. Oh, in the and there's multiplayer. Uh, this looks awesome. Remember when? Can we know screen put this on the schedule? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is why Greg Miller is a tastemaker. All right, this is why I yeah. turn you on to things like Frogun, the Bear. Yeah. This is what I do, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Mike, I know you listen to the Avril show sometimes. Um, I need you to put okay. on the stream schedule me and uh, Barrett playing some Frogun multiplayer. Thank you. He better he better listen. Uh, Azura Striker Gun Vault 3 is on Xbox One. The Mortuary Assistant is on PC. Before We Leave is on Switch. Uh, and then in Red Dead Online, collectors will earn big 
in all month long as Madame Nazar is paying double on collector set sales while a variety of rewards await them in the frontier uh, from simply logging on to completing select collector activities. Uh, new dates for you while we are live, ladies and gentlemen. Studio MDHR teased uh, the Cuphead uh, season two uh, release date. They put up a little t uh, tweet there. You can see it says, "Keep your eyes peeled. There's fun to be had on dot dot dot." And then the it, 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 eight five eight five August. Well, there, there's debate on <laughs> if it's the. Uh, it says eight five, but then they're like, "Oh, is it all together?" So it's the thirteenth. Netflix says it's the nineteenth. No one knows when the fuck this show is coming. Out. Not not gonna lie, I saw the three dice and I was like six. Two five. We're gonna June second, two thousand five. That's where my mind Jesus went. <laughs> uh, Frail Hearts uh, is coming out on August sixteenth, twenty twenty two, on PC, and then Apple Arcade is getting Amazing Bomberman on August fifth, and Jetpack Joyride two on August nineteenth. Deals of the day for you coming soon to Game Pass, ladies and gentlemen. You have drum roll, please, Barrett. Why? Wow, it was a really good drum roll, Barrett. That's yeah. really, really good. I used to be a drummer. Head. Come on. Uh, today, Ghost Recon Wildlands, uh, August 4th, Shenzhen IO and Turbo Golf Racing, August 9th, Two Point Campus, August 11th, Cooking Simulator, uh, Expeditions of Rome, and Offworld Trading Company. If that wasn't enough for you, uh, according to the one, the only, the Wario 64 on Twitter, uh, the US PlayStation Plus essential titles are up. Uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon, uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 Plus 2, and Little Nightmares are all up right now for you to download if you are a PlayStation Plus essentials member on the old PlayStation Plus, which is very easy. Don't worry about it. And uh, Wario64 also called out um, that if you get Yakuza Like a Dragon, you are playing it first on PS4, and then you're thinking about, like, uh, you know, if, like you play it first on PS4, and then you get a PS5 later, and you want to transfer that save over, that does not transfer. So, um, you know, just be very selective on, like, if you're going to start Yakuza Like a Dragon on either PS4 or PS5, just, you know, stick to that console until you beat it. We ask people watching live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, and listening on podcast services around the globe. Right there, I burped, but it was away from the mic. So you probably think it just rolled right into it. You don't even know what I'm saying or breathing over here. Um, nanobiologist has a couple uh, right off the bat. Yeah, two right off the bat. He says, number one, the new My Hero game, Ultra Rumble is a battle royale game, not a fighting game like Bandai uh, fighting games one's justice. Mm. All right. And then he says, uh, the Joker joke in Teen Titans Go is from season seven. It released in 2021. And then Timmy Buddy spells it out one more time for us. Let's see if this is a concise thing, okay? A casino battle royale is just a 21-person Royal Rumble where five people are placed in a suit and every two minutes a new suit of five people come out. The Joker comes out last by themselves, and they are the Joker because they are a surprise who is not announced ahead of time. The winner of the match then gets a shot at the world title on a random episode of Dynamite in the next few weeks or so. I mean, but oh, think about really how big idea. of a surprise it would be when Walking Phoenix ends the show <laughs> as Joker. <laughs> or totally. Jared Leto pops up, damaged. 
AEW, whenever you want us to book, just let us know. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of booking, let's talk about the host for the rest of the week. Tomorrow, you'll be getting Blessing in the lead chair with me, riding Shotgun. Thursday, it's Blessing and Tim. Friday, it's Tim and Blessing. If you are watching live on Twitch right now, ladies and gentlemen, guess what? Mike and Andy are playing Multiversus and Fall Guys right after this. If you say, hey, I'd love to watch that. I'm not on Twitch, though. I'm driving a car, and I bleeped out all the silence because I really want to go fast and listen to a lot of podcasts. I understand. You can go to YouTube.com slash KindOfFunnyPlay is our newest YouTube channel, and you can watch uh, the archive of Multiverses and Fall Guys there, along with everything we stream, uh, and have some fun times over there. If that was enough for you, remember, this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Tomorrow we'll be back. All the nerdy news you need to know about. You can watch live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. And if you have Amazon Prime, toss it our way. Uh, if you want, you can go to youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosttooth.com, podcast services around the globe. Watch it that way. If you want the best experience possible, you go to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, where, of course, you can watch uh, us record shows like PS I Love You, XCast, and gamescast live when there's no embargo i think xcast recording today right their first tuesday episode it's our first tuesday episode what will we talk about since it's such a short turnaround you'll just have to tune in and find out over on patreon.com slash kind of funny games mike and i talked about it yesterday it's going to be a fun episode excellent i can't wait uh, of course you could write in to be part of the show there you can get the shows ad free you get the post show we're about to do like you could each and every weekday you can also get bless you who for the gamescast a really fun game show i win all the time that everybody gets mad at me for winning all the time uh there's a whole bunch of stuff Always on patreon.com slash kind of funny games. If you want one more free way, of course, use the creator code kind of funny on the Epic Game Store. Uh, whether you're playing Fall Guys, whether you're playing uh, the, the V Buck buying game Fortnite, uh, whether you're over there just buying random games on the uh, Epic Store, you can use the creator code kind of funny and help us out. For now, though, post show, Twitch show, things happening. Stop perverting the art we make by cutting out the pauses all right yeah drives, it, it drives Greg, you know what the the more apt comparison is is when you watch like a like an r-rated movie like on uh tv and they mm -hmm. cut out all the swears and they like cut out scenes and stuff that's the more apt comparison mm -hmm. i think strike this guy out you know, yeah you know, yeah you know. that's a major league reference all right let's go bye <laughs>